Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, joining us now from uh, 90, 940 uh, The Winds, W-I-N-Z in Miami, uh, Jeff DeForest now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing great, although I may need the number of those attorneys that we're just on your show, as I might just take my car and crash it into a wall today, <laughs> the way things are going. Uh, it's been a real ugly day in the last couple of days here. have certainly been strange. I do have some breaking news for you, though, and it was great to see you in town, uh, Bill Michaels, and your crew, because uh, you, you light up Radio Row. I mean, uh, there's a radiance of brilliance that emanates from your booth there on Radio Row. So oh, appreciate it. Thank you. you. But uh, some breaking news. Uh, the Marlins have just activated Charlie Huff who was their original opening day starter, and Jeff Conine from the 93 team. They also still had the rights to him. And if they do have to play the next uh, couple of days, uh, either uh, Wednesday or Thursday in Baltimore, both Charlie Huff and Jeff Conine will be on the 30-man roster. Well, let's just hope they have the same results, if that's a possibility, as they did way back <laughs> when, yeah. Hey, well, let me start there. I mean, we want to talk some basketball, but let me start there first. Uh, what is – give me your – kind of give me what exactly – was it one player that, that just kind of spread it, or there was rumors about Derek Jeter having it? And, and so what exactly is going on down there right now? Well, you know, you're, you're living in style there in the Midwest, and all of your audience, of course, gets the splendor of – Living in a place that's very principled, where a man's handshake is his bond, and people are smiling at each other. You can borrow stuff off, off each other. Here, uh, we're in a cesspool of depravity, degeneracy, and unfortunately, disease right now. So nobody knows how this thing is actually being spread. Startling again, I was doing my show in the morning on 9. I was startled. We were shrugging off the four positive tests that took place before Sunday's game. And a scratch of three players that probably would have been in the starting lineup, including the starting pitcher, Jose Urania. And you're thinking, all right, we can survive this and it'll be okay. And we're very much involved in what is called the Drive for 25. One of our fine automobile sponsors uh, put up some money that we'd exceed the over-under total for the season of 24 and a hook. So we were so excited to take two out of three from the Phillies and figuring uh, if we get three out of four against the Orioles, two here and two on the road, a chance to win three out of four, and maybe have five wins already. This was money in the bank. 
And then it all turned around. It was kind of like watching Gary Premian throw that pass in the Super Bowl game against the Washington Redskins where it mm-hmm. looked like the game was in a bag and then all of a sudden it was up for grabs. Uh, real ugliness, and it was just startling news. I, I don't think anybody could have anticipated this, certainly not the people in Major League Baseball, where four more positive tests were supposedly reported today before the team flew out of Philadelphia, and you're now up to 17 infected Marlin players. Now, we don't know what level of illness they're experiencing. It's been devastating for a lot of people. A lot of people dispute the numbers, say they're too high, they're inflated, whatever. But nonetheless, uh, there are people dying from this and people getting very sick. It may not impact guys that are 25 years old, that are in the middle of their athletic prime or just approaching it. But um, yeah, it's a mystery as to how it got this widespread. And, and one can only hope it hasn't spread to other teams and the other people that the Marlins have come in contact with, but it's a mind-boggling number right now that I'm sure has to be troubling not just for Major League Baseball, but for all of the sports that are trying to operate amidst this COVID-19 pandemic. I know we are right now in uncharted territory, but is there a timetable to this? Uh, we know that they travel the uh, the taxi squad and they have access to some players, but do they have a timetable as to when the Marlins will be able to take the field again? That's also up in the air as we speak. Uh, the theory was they, they'd cancel last night's game, of course, and cancel tonight's game, two games that were supposed to take place at Marlins Park here in town. And then the team is scheduled to go on the road and play Wednesday in Baltimore. Whether that happens remains to be seen, but you would have to think maybe they cut the team some kind of a break and postpone those games as well. The other question is, when do you make them up? And a year that started out with a little bit of promise with that two out of three against the Phillies, and we saw a real hustling athletic bunch of players scrap their way to a win in the third game of the season. We were almost getting over the anger of giving you Yelich for a bunch of promissory notes that never paid any dividends <laughs> in Milwaukee. Because <laughs> it uh, looked like these guys were going to rebound. And the other thing that's really a significant blow for this team is this was a year, the third year of the Derek Jeter reign here and the new organization. A lot of people thought we were operating under a curse when Jeffrey Loria owned the team, and that may still exist. It may still be lingering because uh, this was a big year for their minor league development program also. And that's been the theory. Anytime a team strips it down, we've seen the Houston Astros do this and other clubs as well, where they rebounded after being awful for several years, Atlanta Braves. And usually it's that third year where you're looking at your minor leagues and seeing what you have. Maybe you sift through the sand there and find a couple of real promising players that can make it in the bigs. And your big league roster, meanwhile, is maturing by being in action for a third year. So, uh, it's a devastating blow that the minor league system was shut down, and I don't know where they go from here. I mean, that's one of the magical questions right now. How do you recover from possibly 15 players being out for two weeks of a 10-week season, 12-week season, and then a couple of coaches impacted, and who knows where else this thing is spread within the organization? Talking with Jeff DeForest of 940 WINZ in Miami, I do want to go over to the Heat and uh, ask a little bit about them as the Bucks get ready to uh, hopefully head towards uh, a championship or at least an NBA Finals for the first time since 1974. But uh, give me your thoughts as the NBA gets ready to restart. Uh, obviously, the uh, the East is competitive. The Bucks seem to be the favorite, but uh, just kind of give me your give me your synopsis. Miami Heat are kind of a forgotten entity in this uh, race, uh, and it'll be a short completion to the regular season. The Heat are going to be guaranteed a playoff spot, but 
Not much talk, but we've had many experts on our program, as I'm sure you have NBA analysts and people that are on the inside, and rarely do they mention the Heat unless we bring them up, because we know this, Bill Michaels, and you've probably taken great advantage of it the last couple of years. The NBA is very much a chalk league, and the favorites tend to prevail. And if you look at the odds to win the championship this year, as uh, hybrid of a season as it's ha- happened to be, uh, you have the Lakers and the Clippers in the West at about two to one, three to one, and the Bucks at three to one, and the rest of the field starts at like sixteen to twenty to one. So a huge disparity between those three teams that are deemed to be at the top and everybody else. But uh, he probably benefited as much as anybody. We know this uh, that the Heat are marquee decide like in that Heat culture in terms of fitness and conditioning. They are the fitness in the NBA. What Tony Little was to the treadmill. And so they're going to be in shape. They had a couple of guys that maybe were hitting a little bit of a rookie wall. Kendrick Nunn was a key ingredient for them as they made their ascent in the early portion of the season. He was starting to tail off. Uh, We had a couple of other guys uh, that also had been out injured in and out of the lineup that that now are back. Tyler Hero, the rookie, also was showing a lot of promise. He was hurt and coming in and out of the lineup. So he's back. And Bam Adebayo also was having a monster season. So, I think they'll be primed and ready to go. I wouldn't discount them. And holy Matthew Dellavedova, they've actually had some pretty good success against your Milwaukee Bucks. So that might be a more intriguing matchup, as the great Al Bernstein would say, than it would appear to be when you just look at the odds uh, to win the championship and certainly to win the NBA East. Although you would still have to go with the Greek freak and uh, hope that, you know, in our case, maybe we can get you back for Yelich and get him to sign here as a free agent. I don't want to horrify <laughs> your audience out there, but that's uh, obviously something that we were thinking about. Um, I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned uh, the Heat and Eric Spolstra, and I, for what Spolstra's had to work with, yes, he gets a lot of credit, and, and the Heat get credit for winning that championship when LeBron and company were there, but I thought he's gotten, for many times, the most out of a roster that might have been average or above average, and he just seems to figure out a way to get the most out of players. How good of a coach do you see up close and personal Eric Spolstra being? A lot of people thought it was a little bit of puppetry in the beginning. Eric Spolstra had worked his way up from being in the video room. We're now seeing that as somewhat of a common path to being a head coach in the NBA. And I think he was filming Mickey Harrison's son's bar mitzvah when all of a sudden he was tabbed by Pat Riley as uh, his own personal <laughs> prodigy. And you see a lot of Riley and Eric Spolstra, the way he comports himself, the way he conducts press conferences, the things he has to say, the things he stands for and uh, the expectations that he has from his players. Uh, He seems to have a real knack for getting most players to rally around him. Uh, That wasn't necessarily the case when he had the big three, but I think he matured a lot during that period of time. He had had some success before he had LeBron and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade on the same roster, and he certainly had a lot of success after. So it's not always the measuring stick when you have a great team of a great coach. Pat Riley himself would tell you that maybe his best year in coaching was when he won 50 games with Anthony Mason in the low post as his best player, and he had a bunch of scribinis there in a rebuilding process with the Miami Heat. Spolster has more than proven himself uh, being worthy of the job, and I, I think you have to consider him among the top coaches in the NBA. And we didn't always think that about Eric Spolster, but he, he's certainly proven that to be more fact than fiction. 
Uh, hey, before I let you go, uh, so if you had to kind of get past the Bucks, who do you think is another threat right now in the East? Everybody seems to think that the Bucks have a clear path to the NBA Finals, but I think there's a couple of teams that uh, may give them a little bit of uh, may give them a little bit of trouble. We know that uh, what they were able to do to them last year, the Toronto Raptors defended Giannis very well. I think the Bucks are a little bit deeper. We uh, know that Boston's a pretty decent team, but is there somebody else that you think might really give them uh, give them a, a, a kind of a run for their money? I think you kind of touched on it, but if the Bucks don't win it, what's the tallest building in Milwaukee, Bill? I mean, I think uh, you'll see that'd be the U.S. Bank the building. I think. There. Yeah, it's going to look like Greg Lugana's time, as if he was off the Acapulco Cliffs there. As uh, all of the bridge jumpers, I, I think, will be on board out of the Midwest if the Bucks don't win the championship. Clear cut favorite. They were dominant during the regular season. They, they lose a lot, though. I'm sure you've discussed this on your program with no home court advantage, which they had earned rightfully so throughout the playoffs. Uh, that can't help them any, so nobody knows how this is going to work out. I've noticed this. I, I know you've probably been looking at it, too, uh, and, and they really haven't been playing a lot of defense uh, during these exhibition games or the build-up to the regular season games. It looks like the Red Sea defense is being employed, but I, I think when the money's on the table now, you're going to see everybody going at it. It's going to look like where you had Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa going to the gym after the Clubber Lang fight, and they just wanted to duke it out to see who's best. I think you see a lot of dedication. We know the cream rises to the top in the NBA, and I'll be lined up right along with your bridge jumpers in Milwaukee if they don't win the NBA East. There you go. I tell you what, always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Stay safe down there, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Okay, Jeff? Okay, real good. Uh, We hope to see the Marlins back in action, and if the Heat give you guys some trouble, uh, feel free to give us a call. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. There you go. Jeff DeForest, 940 WINZ in Miami. You can find him at Defo Show, D-E-F-O Show on Twitter, at Defo Show on Twitter. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. Uh, they treat you fair. You you work hard. They're going to be treating you fair all the time. And they're looking for great drivers, and they're looking to train drivers as well. 844-PRIDE to go to SchneiderJobs.com. 844-PRIDE to go to SchneiderJobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.